0: also warm um that probably not helping it. <laughs> yeah it's so, disgusting like the, the pepto pepto bismol for something that's supposed to help with like nausea and indigestion it tastes horrible it makes you want to puke <laughs> I'm like, we yeah take, we gotta get get like some sort of like the taste to be just nondescript like water just like it just needs to taste like water it cannot taste like bubble gum anymore like this. We got to figure it out, Pepto. This ain't it. I mean, you know, it's the same color as that pink juice,
1: that uh, pink juice, pink sauce that everybody's talking about on. You seen this? Oh, I have what, not. What is oh, this? you missed the saga. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I guess this lady on TikTok uh, created a sauce, as people do, and it is pink. And I think it's pink because she uses like red dragon fruit to dye it pink. But I think from the things I've read, the sauce is, it tastes very garlic, aioli, aioli, like somebody said it tastes like ranch with a lot more garlic and a lot more um, like pepper in it. Hmm. And then, you know, you couldn't really taste the dragon fruit. But the problem is that that would all be fine. The problem is that she number one was charging twenty bucks for it. Number two, the label, the like nutritional value was angel number, so it was four four four. And the and I guess vinegar was misspelled on the label. Hmm. Huh. And when you People went to the website and all that, like there was just a bunch of conflicting information in terms of the ingredients, the da da da. Like on the back of the label, I guess it said it had milk, but then on the site when it's an explainer, it said it didn't have milk. So this lady did an experiment and she was basically surmising that uh it could have been that they they looked up ingredients for some kind of mayo company and use some of those on the label but the other thing is that people who have actively bought this sauce and are receiving it but it's not being shipped in in a refrigerated way because obviously if it has like mayo if it has milk if it has fruit if it has any of that kind of stuff it should be shipped right. like mm-hmm. in some kind of fridge container but I guess mm-hmm. it's not and so I guess some people have received the package and it's been very bloated it's bust open it's been smelly and the other thing I'll mention is that the color of this has is, varies wi- widely. Like there's one video where she herself is using it, and it's pink, pepto bismol pink. And then there's another video where she's using it, and it's giving carnation. It's giving
0: what?
1: a a hint of pink, you know, that like like church lady pink. Right. Oh my pink. god. No. And so I think it could just be, like, a, obviously that's a version control issue where maybe she's making it at home, ran out of the dragon fruit and didn't, you know, have enough mm-hmm. to be able to, whatever. But um, it's become a thing on, on TikTok these last couple of days and it has now made it over to Twitter where people are talking about it on Twitter. And, yeah, just, I think nobody that I've seen is really dragging this lady through the mud for real. Like... Mm-hmm. Nobody is really trying to be like, oh forget this girl. It's more how do how do we how do we get here? <laughs>
0: it's, how, so, it's so baffling. Know? People are just like, I can't even write because I'm just so confused.
1: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, um, first of all, how are you paying for something off TikTok that you've never seen before? Just some random lady, you that, you know. Because, you know, obviously we support uh, local artists, indie artists, whatever, online. But I think Mm -hmm. it's very different supporting somebody and buying, like, a painting or Mm -hmm. donating to somebody's GoFundMe than buying some kind of food, like, perishable product. Mm -hmm. And so um, a lot of people have weighed in, people who make sauce, this other lady who she has this, this other kind of sauce that she has made for years. And so she weighed in on it, talking about how just the label's wrong. So it's a bunch of issues. I went down to Saga last night, um, and my eyebrows just stayed up like this. I just <laughs> felt like I got a facelift because I was just walking around like, that's like that? It's like that? <laughs> Vinegar's misspelled? misspelled? <laughs> I all
0: misspelling vinegar. Somebody come get it. Come get it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I hope <laughs> she's able to, like, you know, do better, recoup her reputation because she just seemed to – be wanting i don't know if it was a scam or if it was a genuine thing i don't know we'll know if scam goddess does an episode on it that's how you know because she's probably on the case
0: like all she's got it sounds like all she's got to do is get her labeling together get the shipping right and one get, version get control it, get, yeah yeah and um get just get that that uh recipe like the ingredients right like a tablespoon of this a quarter thing of that like just get it consistent she should mm-hmm. have like she should have something. People like weird pink things or weird colored things. Remember when they used to have, make green ketchup? Uh yeah, didn't they also make purple ketchup too? Yep. And we lost our shit. Like everybody I knew, every kid I knew, it, it had like us in such a chokehold. We were like, red ketchup, that's lame. I want green. I want purple. <laughs> I was definitely a green girl. I was like, I want. Green ketchup, and I officially want my peanut butter and jelly to be in the same jar. Thank you. <laughs> Caught on to all the gimmicks. <laughs> oh, shoot.
1: Yeah, that... um, what the, Where what it's the, like a stripe of peanut butter, sweet? a
0: stripe of grape jelly. And like, yeah, I, know, I, I think at one that. point
1: I used to buy those. Gob... Gob... Smacker, smackers? Smuckers? Yeah. I think Why am I thinking Smuckers.
0: Gob's... I know you're talking about the gob, Gob's... Gobstoppers,
1: the Shit. everlasting okay. gobstopper. I'm gonna d- stop <laughs> <laughs> spinning into the mic like gob goblin. I, I, I,
0: there were so many weird <laughs> things that came out. Like speaking of the everlasting gobstopper, I used to be obsessed because I was obsessed with Willy Wonka, like watching that day mm-hmm. movie. Not the, not to be confused with the Johnny Depp version. I'm talking about the Jane Wilder one.
1: The only version. The only version
0: book. we acknowledge where there were multiple different Oompa Loompas and not just like one CGI Oompa Loompa. <laughs> Never again. <laughs> that was such a right Right. Um, but yeah, when they came out with the Everlasting Gobstopper candy, please, you couldn't tell me this wasn't the best thing since sliced bread.
1: Oh, yeah. I think I seen uh, the other day a video of how this get made. It takes four days to make a gobstopper. Samara, so, did you just know that? Just one. Uh, no, no they not big one. like, Ass, but like, but yeah, yeah. To to mass produce a a bunch of them, it takes four mm-hmm. days. So Jeez. you know, because they have to layer on the syrup and and do all
0: that kind of stuff. Um, wild. That's wild. Dumb. That's that's crazy. That's a lot of work. That's dedication, for a kid to just go like crunch. <laughs> <laughs> in like Ugh. two seconds okay. right all right so we i guess we should probably introduce ourselves
1: yeah you
0: know, <laughs> as we're talking about all the weird stuff um should i introduce <sighs> us this time or do, would you like to
1: i mean i'll go ahead um yeah, you
0: have such great adjectives for us like <laughs> <laughs>
1: well welcome to the horror host support group podcast the podcast for the everyday horror addict i am one of your hosts the short the over it the has a book coming out in two months amanda and i am joined by my partner in crime my ace if you will for the horror space oh my ace in the horror space
0: Ooh. Yes, am no <laughs> bars just bars just, bars uh,
1: <laughs> the lovely the talented the i'm gonna say
0: effervescent samara mm, thank you see i knew it i was like Them adjectives you are a writer um all right where about i don't have we both don't have any long nails today i'm like i know i'm an imagination
1: (laughs) all of 411 with 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 little kid hands talk about oh
0: we are a mess (laughs) oh my nails speaking of nails my my nail is growing back um i'm super happy it's free now. Um it's no longer please stop waving
1: in front of the camera.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh right, because saying. like, cause, cause like <laughs> for me, I'm super small, so it's not as like crazy, but for you, I think I'm showing up bigger on your end. And so it's like way more way more wacky and awful. Um, so I'll stop. But <laughs> the fingernail is growing back. It's going to take a minute. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm
1: glad you're on the mend Jeez. oh goodness
0: it's been a well how, how are here. you
1: how are you doing aside from being hot aside from this heat wave that we're having everywhere
0: how are you yeah doing? i'm doing good you know the sun is starting to set i can see the wind coming through the tree so hopefully it's going to hit me through this window um i just came back from your side of this of the uh country which was mm-hmm. Los, which was California, but not where you live. I was like no. what like five or six hour drive away. Mm-hmm. So I was there for a week for work, which was really cool. I was in um, South Central mm-hmm. the whole time and got to catch up with, you know, a friend or two while I was there and got to see some really meet some really cool people, some really cool activists. Um, and now I'm back and on vacation. like today is my first is the first day of my vacation. Um Which is, I feel like it's not a real vacation because I'm only going to be off today, Friday. The weekend is always mine. And then I'm off Monday and then I go back Tuesday. Mm. But I'm determined to enjoy myself because it's my birthday this weekend. Um, What are you doing for your birthday? um, My mother has commandeered me for the day. (laughs) We're going to go to um, the theater, Imagine Theater. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to go see Nope nice and oh, uh, we're gonna drink margaritas while we watch nope and uh then I she's mean, gonna it, take me to dinner <laughs>
1: is there any other way to do it no. if i mean if you are somebody who who drinks is there right. any other way to do it than exactly
0: to- i'm so excited to like recline back in those big comfy chairs with heated butt seats with my frozen margarita <laughs> And hopefully mm-hmm. the movie's good. First of all, I love everybody in it. So I'm just hoping like he comes through because when he did us, I was not as impressed as I was with Get Out, but I still yeah. thought it was a decent movie. So I'm hoping he will, it will be as good, if not better than Get Out.
1: Yeah. I mean, the reviews for Noper are, are coming out pretty good. Um, can't wait. Love Kiki Palmer. Me She's too. iconic she has so many great lines. Did you see the interview with her where they were showing them pictures of, I guess, you know, people in UFO space and they showed a picture of um, Scully and Mulder from X-Files and they show her the picture and she's like, oh, now now who the hell are they? And everybody else is like, X-Files. And it just is like, girl, you are 27, but you sound all like 55.
0: Right. I didn't see that. I did get to watch um, uh, a Hot Ones episode with, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to butcher his name, um, Daniel Kalu- Kaluuya. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I like that's his how, last I name. Think that's I think Kaluuya. that's how you pronounce yeah. it. Yeah. And um, it was hilarious. He was doing so well. He was, like, super determined to bite, you know, take two bites out of each chicken wing to show he wasn't a chunk. <laughs> um, he's, he's so humble like at the end he re- genuinely like thanked the host and was like you've got such a great show i'm really honored to be here you know thank you so much for ha-. like so humble and i was like oh, oh my little heart melted for him i, I mean <laughs>
1: he's Bay, so right yeah
0: exactly
1: it, it just was so makes funny. him like hotter in my
0: book yeah especially when he eats hot wings and is like sweating he's like how do my inside sweat how the inside of my ears sweat
1: (laughs) (laughs) not the inside of your ears
0: it's hilarious you gotta you gotta watch that episode he he was such a like a champ he did a really good job but he was like nah I gotta take two bites I can't just take one even though my mouth is burning (laughs) (laughs) but um about me how are you doing
1: Oh, mm-hmm. just I, I'm at that point. I just been walking around the house, just making noise. I'm just walking around the house, just sighing, just a loud exhale, atonal humming. Just, um, you know, I got a book coming out in, in two months basically to the day tomorrow, so it'll be two months. And I'm waiting on the cover, I'm on my edits, so mm-hmm. I'm just. Um, out of my seat anxious to to see the final products to be able to share them on social to to get people's excitement up and and feedback then of course you know i'm anxiety i am anxiety (laughs) and so (laughs) um that always comes with the 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 kind of negative imposter syndrome kind of feelings uh, or um and just I think being in such a I don't know what to do with myself while I'm waiting for this because I'm so anxious that it's hard to focus on other things so that's kind of where where I've been at which is why I'm glad Mm -hmm. we're recording I'm gonna try to get a workout in after this and try to like de-stress or- myself yeah. because I'm checking my email like I'm like I'm just waiting on somebody to call me back from a date like that's how much I'm checking my email like I'm just refreshing and refreshing
0: <laughs> so. I for one and just you I'm so excited I cannot wait until I can like go and buy the book and just have it on my shelf in my possession um wow. And then you know when you finally when you finally you know do your thing with the third book in the Witchkind series, I'll have that. And then like I'll have a trilogy that just it's gonna sit on my bookshelf and look good. That that like gives me a little bit of happiness. <laughs> just having like right. sets, it's weird, but maybe not in the book community. It's not weird like to feel really complete when you have a complete book set. But yeah, I'm excited for In the House of Transcendence. I'm excited for the last book in the Witchkind series. I'm excited for you to get another book out there. That's huge. Like this is your third book. A lot of people do one and done if they even get to one. Yes.
1: Yeah, third book in Just Over but this is great. Just hanging yeah. out. Third book in just over 2 years. It'll technically be my fifth title that I'm involved in cuz I have an anthology coming out next month as well um mm-hmm. just, just all since we've been in this uh you know panini press so
0: right okay Stephen king pumping out oh, god. Pumping out books <laughs> just nothing, no right like here's another mm-hmm. every, i swear to god every time i turn that man has a new book out
1: another one a, a new book that i won't be reading yes
0: right, <laughs> right we yeah we've talked about this before we don't really read Stephen the king
1: Right. <laughs> no, nah, and I always side-eye when people uh, are like, he's the greatest of all time. Uh, I can admit that, you know, he probably has some bangers. I can admit mm-hmm. that there are probably some of his books that are okay, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't say he's the greatest horror author of all time.
0: No, he but, definitely, you know, you know, left his mark on the horror, like in the horror book genre, definitely. um, It made it a lot Made horror books more mainstream I guess
1: like thanks mm-hmm. to him
0: he he like he was able to get a lot more horror authors like out there by making horror more mainstream as far as books go but um, Barnes and Noble loves them because every time I go like more like 80% of the horror section is just Stephen King and then like the other 10% is his son Joe Hill and then, then the, these other ones that <laughs> I'm like come on <coughs> I did manage to grab um, two new books. One of them is um, "Those Meddling Kids." I've been wanting to get that book for ages, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I just didn't want to get it through Amazon, but finally, Barnes and Noble randomly had a copy, and I was like, "Hell yeah!" So I <laughs> heard it up and bought it. I was so excited. It was and I can't wait to read it because you know, Scooby Doo esque book, Except, right? You know, you let me know how that goes.
1: Um I, I got Ballad <laughs> of Perilous Graves this
0: weekend. I was looking at that and I didn't do it. I didn't get it. Mm.
1: Yeah, I mean I haven't started reading it, but I got it this past weekend. I was at a little indie bookstore in San Francisco, so I thought, you know, let me just spend my coin here instead of going to a bigger bigger place, you know. Right. Um yeah, I'm excited to, to get started on that. But you know, what I'm also excited about is to talk about our topic for today, mm-hmm. which is something you and I, you and I have talked offline about this for a while. We've mm-hmm. been wanting to kind of cover this topic, um, which is, I guess, kind of the phenomenon in a lot of TV shows, and I'm sure in books as well, but where you have a main character who's kind of not like the other Mm girls-ish, or in some cases a pick-me, and then she kind of goes from being a fan favorite, well-liked, whatever, to then not being the least liked person in her own series, where she's the main character.
0: Two examples
1: (laughs) come to mind. (laughs) Well, I won't say the most hated, but two examples come to mind at the moment, and that is Elena Gilbert from The Vampire Diaries and then Sookie Stackhouse from True Blood. And you could say this is not quite horror. It is horror adjacent, especially True Blood, because that show has its Mm -hmm. moments. So, and again, this is a phenomenon I think we see across channels, right? TV, movies, books. So, what are your thoughts on this, Samara?
0: I think there's a pattern when it comes to vampires. Because I swear to God, um, the Vampire Diaries, Elena, six Stack House, mm-hmm. with True Blood, and then I'm pretty sure everybody hated Bella by the end of Twilight too. So, there's got to be yeah, like something to do with vampire <laughs> movies and TV shows that make you know everybody kind of dislike the main like you like her at first, but then like she just turns into this person you just cannot stand anymore um you just something happens to where all of the like the secondary characters or like the the ensemble cast become your favorite people Mm -hmm. because i i don't know what what it might be it could be that you know you've established they've established their main character and she never has a real like awakening or glow up as far as like personality maturity goes and the whole universe revolves around her. So she's just like always hopeless, helpless. Um, meanwhile, the other characters have to have personality to shine in a way, mm-hmm. I guess. So I don't know. It's I think that might have something to do with it. Especially like I said, with vampire shows, it's just like the main the main girl is just there to be pretty and be in love with the main guy vampire. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think it, it was probably the case with the Twilight book as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not read Divergent. I didn't read Hunger Games. But perhaps it's a phenomenon there as well. Um, I think I remember watching the first Hunger Games and being a little more interested in some of the side characters than Katniss.
0: <clears throat> yeah, I... um. I haven't read Hunger Games in so long. <laughs> I don't even think I finished the series. I read the first and the second book. And then I don't know. I didn't even watch the third movie. Hmm. Must mm-hmm. be some I, there's some. I have an issue with trilogies. That's just me. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> it's like not getting to the last book, even though maybe I wanted to. Um, but like, I don't know. It's 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 something that's, is it just a phenomenon that happens in like fantasy, sci-fi in horror or is this just like a thing that happens across genres on TV and movies and in books where hmm. you get the cool girl, you know, everybody likes her at first. And then all of a sudden people are like, you know, I, I really can't stand Lena Gilbert. She cries too much. I like Bonnie better.
1: <laughs>
0: well, <laughs> One of uh, let's lot.
1: be real. Bonnie was always a better character, even yeah. from jump. Like I think the people who liked Bonnie, who liked Tara, always liked them more than Suki. Mm-hmm.
0: Um,
1: because what these two characters specifically had is not just the not like the other girl syndrome because they're not cool.
0: Mm-mm.
1: It's not like the other girl syndrome, but it, it's a it's a fragility, it's a mm-hmm. yeah it's a fragility about them that makes them kind of the the not like the other girls so it's and uh, you know obviously with with bella too mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say they're a cool girl i would say tara is probably more a cool girl trope mm-hmm. because you know what i mean but yeah. she's also to me a more well well-rounded character yeah definitely than Sookie. um yeah
0: i think also with bonnie so the thing with Bonnie is when you first meet her, she she kind of establishes herself as she's popular. We all know this because she's a cheerleader. She's also a little bit mean
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. in the
0: beginning, you know. So you can see why she's friends with the meanest girl in school, Caroline Forbes. Um, <laughs> that's like So it, like, makes sense. But she also has, like, you know, a softer side to her, um, a kinder side, which is why you can see how she fits in with, like, you know, the main character, Elena. And so she's not, like, one-dimensional. Because, like, Elena's just all good, right? Like, she's just all, like, perfect girl, pretty, sad, you know, a little mysterious. And then Caroline is, like, bitchy, preppy, you know, captain of the uh, cheerleaders, um, things like that. And then Bonnie's, Bonnie's, like, jealous. So that's, like, her one little, that's her thing. Um, And then Bonnie's kind of, like, in the middle. Like, she has you know, the bitchy side, but she has a kind side. She's common sense. She's um, more, what would you call it? Like, more, um, like, independent. Because, like, all she has is her grandmother, really. You don't, her parents aren't really around that much. So she has, like, a good head on her shoulders, at least. Um, and she doesn't have a Salvatore, like, by her side, making sure she doesn't die. So she has to, like, be reliable and think for herself and, like, fight for herself same thing with Tara Tara didn't have you know a Bill Compton there to make sure her neck doesn't get snapped so she's got to be a lot more careful and or an Eric Eric. right so I like I think that's what it is like you know the, the the cool girl you know the one who um is the main character she doesn't have to worry about her safety because she's always got a safety net right like she can say whatever she want she can do whatever she want with confidence because she knows that someone is going to be there to save her ass whether it's her boyfriend or someone who's interested in her or her best witch friend right and so she just becomes like kind of a damsel in distress kind of deal and reckless mm-hmm.
1: I and I think that that's part of what it is because if we look at this phenomenon, we we can also look at it in real life examples. Like, do you remember when Jennifer Lawrence um, and Hathaway, when they were both popping? Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, I specifically remember this back, like when the Hunger Games came out. So back like ten, you know, nine, ten years ago, everybody was the J Law Stan, and I say mm-hmm. everybody in quotes. But all the women wanted to be like her because she was speaking her mind. She was like, "I'm not trying to be super skinny. I would rather be strong and fit looking." She talked about um, drinking beers and having pizza and 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 laying in bed and doing that. She she would trip and she would say whatever, and she was relatable, right? Mm-hmm. But then. There was this backlash against her after a while of people feeling like she was being fake. Like she was was putting on an act. And same thing with Anne Hathaway. I feel like that has happened more recently with probably other actresses as well. Um, And so I wonder if that's kind of what it is with these characters. Where we start off liking them because they're so... Breath of fresh air, she's you know, she likes to wear jeans and tennis shoes. She's not a girly girl like Caroline. She's, you know, soft and she just cares about her brother and mm-hmm. she's beautiful, but she doesn't know it. That's a big oh one, right? Oh my
0: god, that's a huge one.
1: And same thing with Sookie. But but then there seems to kind of be a slight backlash of, okay, well, she's she's not being real. She's being fake. Or she's too fragile, in Elena's case. Mm-hmm. She's crying all the dang time, which is true.
0: I would probably, to be fair, the shit she went through, I would probably cry all the time, too.
1: Right. I gotta give but it But I think it's <laughs> also, like, you know, where I think it, it deviates from real life is that I don't necessarily think that Jennifer Lawrence was putting on an act. I think that's just kind of who she is. And maybe she leaned into the cool girl a little bit but wouldn't you if if that's what was getting you know, your name in the papers? you know right exactly yeah but but in the case of elena and sookie written by a writer's room i'm assuming filled with men they probably leaned into her her damsel in distressness mm-hmm. and that's probably what pissed people off
0: that and the fact that Homegirl was forever naked, like Suki. Sorry, motorcycle. So yeah, that and Homegirl Suki was forever <clears throat> naked. Like every time we saw her, I was like, you know what? I'm tired of seeing her her body. <laughs> like I'm like, <laughs> we all know what she look like naked. We don't need to see her rutting with every guy on the show at this point. Like it was it was getting a little ridiculous. <laughs> mm but
1: yeah I I think I just wanted more for her to do mm-hmm. th- than
0: that I think I mean, she was always that's... snapping like yelling at people snapping you know her little ball of light but no real no real change nothing that really like moved her forward in the story right well I,
1: and I think the other thing with these supernatural pairings right where you have um yeah, shoot, I even kind of make reference to this in Into A Stare With Love, but where you have people who don't have supernatural interactions or shit in their day-to-day life and then those interactions come into their life and then throw things for a loop. There's never or rarely is there some kind of acknowledgement from that person who's responsible for bringing this stuff to them. Like, look, you're the one who brought Bill into our lives. You're the one who started a relationship with Stefan. You're the one who, Mercury, you're the one who did that thing at a party and now we're on the run. You mm-hmm. have upended all of our lives and you're over here acting like like that's not a factor. Like I shouldn't be mad at you because now I'm spending every day feeling like, Oprah and the color purple, like all my life I had to fight because I'm <laughs> fighting all my life now because you decided to get with a vampire
0: right? and didn't I, listen to nobody. And it's so funny too, because I think um, for the first time in a long time, somebody actually did that. They did it in Vampire Diaries. Bonnie did where, mm. you know, when her grandmother died, right? Um, she definitely blamed Elena for that. She was like, you didn't kill her directly, but- you know, I did, we, my grandmother and I did this thing for this vampire you care about, and now she's dead because of that. So indirectly, I blame you, which is why she was so mad at Elena, you know, when she came back from her relatives. And I was like, that's right, Bonnie. And honestly, she I think she should have stayed, stayed away. <laughs> yeah, because She should have
1: than... stayed bad. She should have exactly. stayed away.
0: Because like, Elena should have
1: done first. a whole lot more. Exactly. Yeah. And she should have,
0: uh, yeah. And I remember when, um, you know, Stefan was going to leave town. Spoilers. Psh, sorry if y'all, Vampire Diaries been out since 2009. Like, I don't know what to tell y'all. <laughs> about spoilers. There's a part where, you know, Stefan and Elena, they break up in the very beginning of the show and he's like, I'm going to leave because all, ever since I got here, I brought you all this bad stuff into your life. And she was like, well, my life was already bad. I already had bad stuff in it. And I'm just sitting there like, not like this child, <laughs> your parents died. That's bad. That's horrible. But also, like, is it vampires trying to kill you? Horrible though, like, <laughs> mm, I don't think
1: so. Is it is it you becoming a vampire when you didn't want to be? Yeah. Is it uh, you you constantly being in, threatened from your doppelganger, who's a much a much better character?
0: Yeah, everybody um, liked Catherine so much more, which is hilarious. <laughs>
1: I wonder if Nina Dobrev liked her like I, her I heard. Elena.
0: I did watch an interview and she said she had more fun playing Catherine than she did Elena, and I could see that. You can tell.
1: Mm, it makes me want to go back and watch the episodes with Catherine, especially the one where she uh, they're at that 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 party and that I think it's like when Klaus is first introduced or something, and she's like stuck in the room with Stefan and Damon. That is such a iconic episode. It makes me just want to rewatch yes. just that
0: episode. That was a good one where she was like, you know, kiss me or kill me, and I'm just like, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> Why is she like this? Such a chaotic, good- just chaotic energy. Everybody loves Catherine. Just watch her little people put like Catherine Pierce compilations together on YouTube, where it's just like her little zingers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Those are always mm-hmm. fun to watch. But look at us gushing over Vampire Diaries because we love it so much. It was a good show.
1: Can't help I it. mean, aside <laughs> from the way that they treated the Black characters, yes. Yeah,
0: exactly. Oh, yeah. Everybody Black must die on Vampire Diaries. There was a right. whole thing where they were like, Vampire Diaries hates Black people. like, And it was on social media and everything.
1: Yeah. I mean, a lot of these shows... I And that's a, the other thing, too, is that... Um, it makes it's not just that it's also the way that they write women because, like mm. I said, they they had to know right. this this backlash against Elena and Sookie and all these other characters. Um, Bella didn't start after these shows were on air. I'm quite certain that there was a backlash to these characters as they're being written. So right. my thing is, if I'm seeing that people are having such a hard time like connecting with my my main character. Why would I continue to write them this way? When I why would I keep having their dr- like for me what that I I remember this distinct episode in in True Blood that made me turn the corner on Sookie. She was always okay. You know. Uh definitely did not like the way that she was very The way that she was with Tara, because she was very like, "Mm." well, you know, and just felt like she was very naggy and luxury with Tara. Mm -hmm. But uh, very holier than thou. That's what I didn't like about Mm -hmm. her. But I was like, all right, Mm -hmm. I'm just going to let you rock the episode where she kills um, Lorena. Okay, yeah. And rescues Bill. The character screamed like so many times in that episode. And I I lost, I lost my shit after <laughs> watching it. I was like, I cannot. I cannot. You just mm-hmm. killed this super old vampire. Yeah, your life is in danger. Like, I get it. But just that episode just – she irked me in that episode. And then from then on, I was like, I'm not watching this show for you show me lafayette give me tara give me pam even like, i love pam i, I love need tara. her deadpan. yeah you know
0: she was great that was she did a great job that actress like period i just um also since you like yeah suki was super naggy to tara and then also the way that tara was written she was always like looking after suki how are you suki how you feeling um mm-hmm. all like all this stuff Sookie never asked, like, Tara, how you doing? Like, your mom's an alcoholic. Your boyfriend died. He, he horribly. Eggs. That was so well how you did eggs. Right. Um, how you doing? Every man you, you like is either a, a murderer, vampire interested in Suki, or dies. Like, how you doing? None of that. She was just left to fend for herself.
1: Right, which is why when they're supposed to be best friends, I'm like, but are they really though? Because a true friend would have would have been asked her how she's doing. Right. Um. I yeah, and I'm I'm trying to think of other mo- other books and movies where this kind of exists, even if it's not a series, where the the woman character is supposed to be is written one way, but she's not received that way. I think for me, the Fear Street series is another one um the i don't remember what her what the main character's name
0: was which 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 one was it which fear street
1: uh the first and the third one
0: okay i never finished the third one i don't know why hmm. but the first one that was sarah who? okay yeah yeah was the main character
1: I think I might have to rewatch them t- tonight, especially the second one, because yeah. the second one's good.
0: I really like the second one. There's something about camps. <laughs> <laughs> Camp horror? It's, yeah, exactly. Like There's just something about camps we like.
1: Yeah, I think that's uh, Sarah, just the way that she was written. Mm-hmm. At least for me, I was watching it like. Uh, just.
0: There were, I will say fan. about Fear Street, say what you want, but some of those deaths I didn't see coming.
1: Oh, no. From a horror perspective, yeah. I liked it. Yeah. It, especially, um, especially for the demographic, if you think about this being like teenagers watching it, they were mm-hmm. definitely gruesome and gory. And I was like, on. they were on 10 mm-hmm. for sure. But from a character perspective, I did not like the main character. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I feel that. I didn't like the both the girls were irritating to me, honestly, in the first one. <laughs> yeah, I was like, okay, let her just let her go, y'all. Just go, everybody dying because of you. Just let it go.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, we get queer rap and horror, and I love it, but also I hate it because I don't like this relationship. You guys, there's no chemistry. Mm-mm no chemistry between
0: them that was such an interesting what was the name of the town that was like the really bad side of the town was it called like shady shady side um or something yeah i like think that? so mm-hmm. yeah i need to read those books I, just, I never got a chance to read those but yeah i only watched the first and the second one never finished the third one fair street because they, they went back in time, and I was like, this is giving me, this is giving the crucible. And I just wasn't in the mood for that type of movie at the time, when I started, and I just never went back.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I liked it, but I just, like I said, I'm trying to think of other books
0: mm-hmm.
1: or movies that have the same kind of phenomenon i think uh nana is kind of a good example of this we talk about this book all yeah
0: we have like a whole review on it um the mom
1: i was thinking monica yeah more how i think you know she's an. she's this uh understanding caring wife Mm -hmm. beautiful but she's also i think just a
0: her actions. Monica Monica was just dumb. <laughs> I think we decided, like Monica was just, she was, she was, of course she was in pain because she just lost, you know, the woman who raised her, her mother. and um, was just desperate for her someone else to step in. But right. like, ma'am, this that's too desperate. And your husband was like, Okay, because your husband was a cheating piece of shit and anything to keep you occupied, right? <laughs> oh my God, that book. That book was too much. I loved it so much.
1: <laughs> Chaotic in the best way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That
0: was like, that was a great, like, I mean, we talked about this book before. Just look back in our uh, previous episodes. We definitely have a review on Nana. Y'all mm-hmm. want
1: to hear So more. What, was the, what was the moment for you that turned the corner for you on uh, Elena, and then on Sookie.
0: I think for Elena, um, how she was always super righteous and good, and it and uh, and she was like, you know, she she condemned Catherine right off the bat, like mm-hmm. you're horrible. You played them both, da, da da da, and what the hell does she do by like season three? Hmm. She falls in love with both of them and kind of sort of leads them on for a while and doesn't realize that she was basically very similar to Catherine until season six. (laughs) And I was just sitting there like, Miss Ma'am, you and Catherine are one and the same. So I think it was like, yeah, by season three, her whole, I would never do this, I'm a good girl act when we all know she was less than after Damon while she was with Stefan. That was my turning point for her. I was like, "Use a two-faced bitch." No, <laughs> but with right. Suki, Suki was um when um when Bill went missing. Remember, like Bill proposed to her, and she needed oh, right. to think. And um, when she came back, he was missing, and it was because Lorena was holding him hostage. Um, when her best friend in the world was also being held hostage in the same. Place and she didn't even like know it. Like, how did you not? Mm -hmm. And Bill didn't say like what. Bill saw Tara there, captured. You wouldn't think to save like this the woman you love, her best friend in the world, and Suki. Like he did. I don't even know if Suki knew. I feel like she kind of knew. I'm not sure, but her friend was like really going through it after, like had whole PTSD shit going on, and she just was not there. And that's when I knew Suki was a selfish bitch.
1: Yeah, I think that. But I think part of why Bill didn't save her is also, I mean, probably seeing how Suki treated Tara, because mm-hmm. uh, the, the she was not treating her right in the first place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's why it makes me wonder with these the the writers why they decided to make these choices to make these. Because, again, they are stereotypical and not like the other girls. So maybe this episode should be titled when the not like the other girl, you know, the not like the other girl problem, something like that, you know.
0: Right, because, right. Yeah, like not like the other girl. what um, When not being like not like the other girls goes wrong or something like that, I have to think on it. We'll yeah, get, we'll think of a cool little title. <laughs> right.
1: So so far we have Elena, we have Suki, we have um, Bella. Mm-hmm. For me, Bella just the whole time was very. <laughs> just the whole time, Bella was there. <laughs> the the whole time. I think this was was the mm-hmm. issue for me. Obviously, there were probably some girls who identified with her, but it was. she was just like like, so she was
0: just socially awkward the only thing bella had Mm -hmm. going for her like at least book bella was that she was pretty and edward Mm. couldn't read her mind it was nothing that she did on her part there was nothing that she did to make herself stand out it was just the fact that edward couldn't read her mind that's it oh and that she was pretty Mm -hmm. she did nothing she wasn't particularly smart charming none of it like she was just cute and he couldn't read her mind and he was like I can actually just chill I don't have to read somebody's mind I don't know what you're thinking I feel like it was curiosity on his part that turned into obsession that somehow turned into lust and love hmm I read the books. Don't come for me. (laughs) But I read them because I was like, Vampire is cool. Not cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I mean. So what about if we're going back into kind of some other like horror things? Uh, Would we would we add Laurie Strode in this? Cause I just saw that they're putting out another Halloween
0: movie. Halloween ends, yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not there for her. I'm there for Michael, number one. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think I don't know if Laurie Strode would go into the cool girl. I feel like she just goes into like I did everything I could to survive kind of role. Because uh. this maniac was after me. At least in the first two. Sorry, I'm talking about the first two movies, right? The first. Halloween and Halloween, two, when she ended up in, like, you know, the hospital and stuff, and she thought she was cool. Um, Mm. But Halloween 2018 and Halloween Kills, yeah, something weird happened. She turned into the cool girl or the survivalist. Like, she really had the house rigged. And then, (sighs) but her thing was this, though, right? she believed that Michael was after just her and that anybody who got hurt it was because he was on his way to her You know, and they mm-hmm. got in the way somehow um, but somebody in Halloween Kills was like actually Miss Ma'am it's he's not after you um, he's actually not even obsessed with you um, it was the doctor who was obsessed with you and he led you to he led Michael to you her face did you see her, her face was like the boo boo face she was like what it's not about me Um, and everybody else had been you know everyone else had been you know um affected I like Halloween Kills because it did show how everyone else was affected by what Michael had been had done all those years ago right um and was continuing Mm -hmm. to do like you got to meet all the other characters who like survived the night um you got to meet you know family members of the characters who survived Michael all those years ago um, so it ended up not even being about Lori even though she really for real thought it was all about her <laughs> so yes I think she would I mean, fall what? into the cool, like with these re not even the reboots I don't know what they would call these because honestly she was in Halloween 1 Halloween 2 then she made a, an apparent you know, she reprised her role in Halloween H20 right which, which is which was okay Um, And then I think it was Halloween 5 or 6 where she dies. Mm -hmm. Like, Michael finally gets her and she dies. But then when they did these weird little side reboots, like, now Michael's not her Uh, brother. It was just a rumor. I think in
1: in Scream, they called it a requel. And I kind of... I can get down with that. It's a yeah. requel.
0: So we have to ignore everything that happened um past Halloween two. Oh actually, I'm sorry, past Halloween one. Halloween two didn't exist, apparently. Um however mm. it did because one of the girls they I think they messed up. <laughs> I think the filmmakers might have messed up. Maybe. Unless, you know, I, th- I think maybe um, we only are supposed to pay attention to Halloween one and two and then the rest are don't exist until we get to Halloween right. twenty eighteen. Okay. I'ma have to wrap my brain around that.
1: We're gonna have to do probably a whole
0: well, we gotta talk about um, all the Halloweens ever made, like <laughs> I don't even know.
1: Made. I think we need to do a slasher, just a dedicated because I don't know that we've done or at least we need another like part to the slasher.
0: Right we Um, do definitely Um, but yeah Laurie Strode I agree she is a cool girl in 2018 uh, Halloween and Halloween kills until somebody cracked her head open like it's not about you (laughs) (laughs) somebody had to crack Elena's head open too when they were going to go after um, Catherine that night when we were just talking about how she got locked into the room with the Salvators where um, she was like, what's happening? I'm not going to let you guys, like, do this. I'm not going to let you go after Catherine, you know, blah, blah, and get hurt. And then they had to remind her, like, dude, she's fucked with all of us. It's not just you. Elena had the boo-boo face. I think it was her brother, Jeremy, who cracked her head open on that one.
1: Right. (laughs) Good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) I I think that... that that also tends to be that backlash of it's mm-hmm. not about you, mm-hmm. it's not just you, or you brought this into to our lives. And when it comes to like supernatural horror, where specifically, specifically, with vampires. Mm-hmm. There's that aspect of this girl usually is the one who brings in the supernatural element into the to the wider group and then suddenly makes it everybody's problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> makes their toxic relationship everybody's problem because generally these relationships are toxic as fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, right.
0: And then pretends that they're the only ones who are going through it. <laughs> yeah, Okay. The face you're making, "Mm,
1: right? Yeah, I would say that. That's, I mean, that's exactly it. So, what do you, what do you think, moving forward out of? Because I don't think that it's right that we have these characters written the way that they are, where they're supposed to be this, not like the other girls, cool girl. They are either a final girl or they um or they aren't you know in in the in the case of horror that is just like a like a true blood situation where there's just kind of a continuing ongoing horror element um do do you think that they should continue to be written what the way they are like how do we get around this problem so that these characters don't end up
0: I don't think that they can be written like that anymore. I feel like so many people, like so many writers have called out so many, like so many people have called out so many writers on their bullshit that now writers have to get more creative with their main characters. I haven't seen the cool girl mess so much in TV lately
1: since Mm -hmm. like
0: True Blood and Vampire Diaries and, you know, all the other stuff. Um, I'm seeing it a lot. Like, in not not so much in supernatural horror, right? Or supernatural shows. I'm still seeing it a lot in like the Teeny Bopper um books. Like um what was it called? What's a new one that's out? It's on Amazon. Um oh The Summer I Turned Pretty. Mm-hmm. Um that's that's kind of a cool girl issue going on right now. Um but I'm not seeing it so much in like horror or supernatural shows anymore or movies just in those random, like, the kissing booth, <laughs> really bad, like, Wattpad books gone to screen?
1: <laughs> so I think <laughs> there's the cool girl on on one hand and then not like the other girls. And yeah. sometimes they overlap and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Because they're not like the other girls. When I think of not like the other girls, I think she's she ends up being the final girl in a lot of these cases, right? She's, mm-hmm. um, she's had some kind of trauma. She's soft. She keeps to herself or if she's not soft, she's, she's maybe got some hard edges, but she's not edgy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. she, um, jeans and a t-shirt kind of girl. Cause yeah. she don't have time for beauty. which is why she kind of overlaps with the cool girl because she's generally naturally beautiful. Mm -hmm. But unlike the cool girl who might know she's beautiful, not like the other girl doesn't know she's beautiful. And that's what makes her beautiful, as that one Infernal song said. Mm -hmm. Um, She's usually into literature, you know. Mm -hmm. Normally she likes to read. She likes... uh, Poetry and Shakespeare and *Wuthering Heights* and the Brontes. Oh
0: my god! So uh, she, we would put Elena you know, in the "Not Like the Other Girls" thing, and then maybe Caroline would actually go into the cool girl, but she's got a an attitude, you know.
1: Well, I think I think it's that you have the "Not Like the Other Girl" who juxtaposes the. Every girl. I think Caroline, until she becomes a vampire, is the every girl because she's girly. She's super feminine. She cares about dating. She's very vocal about her feelings about men. She, well, boys. She's a cheerleader. She's trying to bring Elena back to be a cheerleader. And even though we understand that Elena not wanting to be a cheerleader is because of that was something that was important to her mom and it wasn't as important to her. And she, she's gone through this trauma. The kind of implicit message is that, uh, it's beneath her. Cheerleading is something beneath her. Cheerleading is something that's not important. It's a frivolous activity and you know, there's more important things. Um, so I think Carolyn's the other girl, I think Sookie's for sure, then not like the other girls, because even though she's not really into um like reading necessarily, she still dresses frilly. She's still very like feminine. She mm-hmm. likes to sunbathe and she 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 <laughs> she doesn't like to wear just jeans and t-shirt when she's going to she don't know how to dress down she don't know how right. to be inconspicuous because she'll go to fantasia wearing a pink frilly dress <laughs> Oh
0: my gosh. you know yeah um she's the she's a southern belle type of girl
1: yeah the southern belle soft girl that is also holier than thou yeah who's, who doesn't like no ex- <laughs> yeah oh my god When she was like, watch
0: your mouth around me. And I was like, girl, you is 25. (laughs) Right. Which is, again, I think
1: makes me wonder who was in the writer's room.
0: Because. Come on now. It's the South too. And you live around a bunch of crazy, like rough people. You know, she works in a bar for God's sake. Right. There's no way. But I
1: think. That I think that that's part of what what it happens because probably it's been such a long time since I've read Dracula. But I think Mina is, if you juxtapose Mina with Lucy, right? Lucy Mm -hmm. is the one who, even though she's smart, she's ambitious, she's the one who has multiple suitors chasing after her. So therefore, she's she's more sexually adventurous, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, because she has multiple men. She understands that aspect Mina is just one man she just wants to be with him she's more well read she's just that and the third and so going back to it Mina is kind of one of the original supernatural not like the other girls so true
0: very true jeesh I haven't read Dracula since I was probably like middle school I don't remember it I bet you if I read it it'd be like a whole new book (laughs)
1: I mean, there's quite a few references. Well, I mean, it is kind of the blueprint for the most recent book we've read, mm-hmm. "Darknesses." Yeah. So, which we'll talk about um once we in book club.
0: Yeah, book club definitely next next week. Yeah, next Saturday. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That'll be fun. More vampires. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think we just need to do a part two because there's also first kill on Netflix. I haven't seen it. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I would also want to, we'll, you know, talk about darknesses and other things, but if there's any kind of vampire show that you'd like us or content that you would like us to, to read and review, let us know. And also let us know what you think about this topic, which is essentially, you know, when not like the other girl goes wrong in, Horror and sci-fi, which and fantasy, which kind of tends to overlap with horror a lot.
0: Yeah. Jeez. What were we on in the in the early aughts, 2000s Like <laughs> what was going on with TV? <laughs> god All over. HBO, CW did not matter. It was it was going a little nuts. But should we end it here? Wrap it on up?
1: Yeah. I guess uh yeah.
0: I feel like I said everything and we definitely delved into this deeper than I thought we would. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, right. wow, there it was a lot to unpack. It was. Um, I thought this
1: was going to be a just vibes episode, but yeah, it was no. like 40% vibes, 60% discourse.
0: <laughs> yes, definitely. Some real solid talk in here uh but yeah i'll wrap it up for us um thanks for tuning in to another episode of the horror host support group podcast you can follow us on instagram and twitter under horror host support group um ho spelled h-e-a-u-x and if you want to join our book club just click the link in the description on our insta and you'll be right there in our discord um you can find amanda and learn all about her work on instagram tiktok and youtube under the name amanda the author the spelled with two e's and on twitter at amanda the author with just one e Um, You can also find me, Samara, on the same platforms under the name Samara Reads 2. And don't forget to check out my indie book box at fifthhousecollector.com. And that's the whole spiel. Talk to you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye.